0: opened on Main Street in Santa Monica, oh. and no one can stop talking about it's it. I mean, everyone good. can't stop talking I've about it. I've
1: postmates it
2: many times. I've never Postmated. Wait, what's Postmate? You don't know about Postmates? No, what's Postmate? What's Postmate?
1: It's with what's an, postmates? an S,
0: It's Postmates.
2: What's Postmates?
1: You guys have never That's used Postmates No, I've, I know no, of it. I've, I've heard a
0: lot about it, but you're going to have to Ow. tell us.
2: What is
1: Postmates? This is Postmates.
2: Okay, it's an evil Knievel with some stars coming out of his butt.
1: It'll load in any second. This is the longest it's ever taken a load. Alec, it's any food you want delivered <gasps> to you at any time. What? Woo! What? Joe's Pizza? Fat, Fat Sal's, Sal's
0: Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A?
2: Let's call Chick-fil-A. No,
0: no, no. We got a podcast to record. You... you can
2: order tender greens. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah.
0: There Bye. goes all my Click. money. Wait. I'm using yeah. verbally. Imagine Wait,
1: why that? am I getting in no, a car? They bring it to you. Imagine
0: the emoji with the money with the wings. Because bye bye.
1: Anything, Alec. Anything. What's the delivery McDonald's, charge like? Pan Express. It's higher. I mean, it's as if you were ordering a pizza or something. So it's going to be like a you know a four or five or a seven dollar delivery charge, depending. It depends what it is and where it is. Right. But they have they typically get it to you in an hour maximum. Um, but I've literally ordered everything from Panda Express. Wow. Ooh.
0: What? Wait. What? You, what's your go-to at Panda? Double orange chicken. Yes. Wait. What makes it double?
1: Just just like it said. Double of, the chicken. Yes. Um, so you don't.
0: You're like fuck the rice. I don't care.
1: I do. Well, no. I do ch- all, all chow mein. Sometimes I do half and half, and then I do a double orange chicken, like a dub, like a two entree meal, but but just both entrees are orange chicken. Um. I've ordered Denny's. You've ordered Denny's. Whoa. Did you get the Grand Slam? No, I got chicken strips and mashed potatoes. Mm. Are I've, their chick strips good? I guess they yeah, would be, or
2: you wouldn't order them. I've
1: ordered. You know what's fun about Postmates is sometimes I don't think it showed it right now. They'll have an on-demand where it'll be a promotion and it'll be like pizza on. Dem- I mean, like right now. Look at this. Late night eats one ninety nine. What
0: Taco, Taco Bell? Bell,
1: Wendy's.
0: Taco Bell How many and times Wendy's?
2: have you and I said let's get some Wendy's? So right know, now you could pre- have chicken no, nugs.
0: But what's prevented us is like Health. trying to eat better. Right?
1: Okay, but let's try. So do I'm it. done let's trying see to, see to eat good, y'all. 3.99 delivery Ooh. is really good in general. Healthy bites. What's hot? you said just. You guys, you could order like. Oh. Uh, Oh,
3: okay.
1: You could could order from Ralph's on post. Oh, if I want a
0: dirty hot dog from 7-Eleven, someone will go get it for me? You could order
1: baby clothes from Baby Gap. When I was sick. Yeah. When I was sick, one of the promotions was on-demand frozen yogurt. And I had a really sore throat. Yep. And it sounded so good to me. And what on-demand means is all you're paying for is delivery. It's free. The product is free. Wait a minute. What? Yes. So it'll be like, so two times this has happened where it's been on demand slice of pizza up to two slices per person. So I order two slices of pizza and all I'm paying for is delivery and tip. So it's like, you know, $8 or $9 for two slices of pizza delivered to me.
2: Right. Oh my. And they get God. to choose where it's
1: from, and it's like big slices of, like, buy the slice pizza. Wow,
2: my pee is so wet. I guess I'm not going through the change. Welcome to Carry On the <laughs> Sex in the City podcast. Gross. I'm Alec Wells. With me today is.
0: Your wife,
2: Catherine Wells.
0: Whoa! I gotta our, get on that. I gotta change my name. My
2: dear, dear friend. Joe Wells. At I'm least back. fingers crossed, <laughs> yeah, Joe Wells. Yeah, man, it's if things go well it's tonight, uh, with us tonight is Joe Gillette, our dear friend, yeah, fantastic mm. actor, wonderful musician. Thank you. Let's listen to a little bit of his EP right now. Yeah, Can do okay.
0: That, Last time I played a little bit of, I think I played Last Man. I
2: think that's right. So we're
0: gonna play something a little different.
1: Okay, okay so yeah, let's play. It. Some years later, and I'm still in the line. we For a moment that I might not find Dues are paid No nine to five Call them on a Sunday Say it just takes time Maybe if I try a little harder I try a little hard. Oh praying on Wednesday. Wow. wow. Wow.
0: My pee is wet now.
2: Yeah. Joe, oh can you try a little harder?
0: Oh okay,
1: shit. come on.
0: You did it. You jo, just did it.
1: How does it feel dick. being here tonight? It feels incredible. Um, it wasn't that long ago that I was here. Yeah. Which
0: I love BTW. I actually
1: love it too. Yeah. I was thinking, like, oh, is, gosh, is, is it going to be like a year before I'm back? No. No, no. just a few months. That's no. right. And, That's exactly uh, Not
0: even that, I hope. No, it might have been. It was a few like
1: October, months. I think. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I'm thrilled. I'm yes. thrilled to be back. Well,
2: it's wonderful to have you. We've got a lot to talk about yes, tonight we do. with this episode. Lots of um, really divisive topics. Oh boy! We're talking babies. We're talking Aunt Flo coming to town. Yep. We're talking potential cheating. What hand happens jobs. when an ex returns? Hand Virginity jobs. loss.
0: I mean. Yeah. re
2: Yeah. I've heard that some people there are some cultures where a hand job is when a woman takes her pointer finger and clockwise goes around the man's butthole. <laughs>
1: Have you heard that? What, not what only about, have I heard it, that is the only way that I can find
0: it. <laughs> what happens if it's counterclockwise?
2: No, that's all wrong. No, no then no, you're no, definitely gay. That's very taboo. You're definitely gay if you go... <laughs> yeah. Do you remember how... The earring thing? Yeah, right is yeah. wrong. <laughs> is that
1: what it was? I never knew which one it was.
2: Uh, easy to remember. It's easy as pie. Okay, right is wrong. Okay. If you if your right ear is pierced, you are yeah. gay, but, whether you suck dick or not, But the way yeah. I understood
0: matter. it though was that if you if you instead had both pierced you were in the clear oh okay. you're fine
2: you're fine it's just
0: if you only had the right yeah that was the signal you're a clear, I would often, it was. you're a homosexual it was totally
2: fine i got both my ears pierced i would just have a dick constantly in my butt right but it was fine <laughs> and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's fine. how people i'm very straight yeah. right
0: isn't pierced
2: yeah uh let's get into it
0: so we uh we three we three kings of orient are just finished, it's not Christmas time, mm-hmm. uh, just finished watching uh, Season 3, Episode 8, The Big Time, mm-hmm. uh, which is Episode 38 of Carry On. It aired July 30th, 2000. Okay. Directed by Allison Anders, who also directed, she's directed a lot of TV, she also directed Drama Queens, which right. we just did with Matthew. Oh, okay, uh-huh. Uh, written by Jenny Bix, who we love, whoop, whoop, raise it up. Um, real quick. Okay. We've had a couple new reviews and I just want to shout oh, yeah. them sure. con- out. Let's talk about
2: Let's talk about it. Cuz I
0: love them. Uh, so we got this review from uh, our friend Neely Kins,
2: shout out to Neely Kins,
1: who we just what? talked
0: about. Um, she's the it starts with coffee blog we talked about her on the last. Oh episode. yeah, I
1: remember. But
0: she stepped up to the plate and uh, wrote us a review on February 14th, aka Uh-oh. Valentine's
2: BJ, Day. Leads southern I, right, I don't know man. it's okay. Just go with it. Um.
0: So she says. I dare you not to fall in love with Cat, Alec, and their guests. That means you, Joe. Oh,
2: Joe, get you. her number. What's not, your number, new? Oh, again? she's married though. Oh, not well. only it's okay. is yeah. this
0: not only is this podcast binge worthy, but you will find yourself nodding along, laughing out loud, and wondering why they aren't your best friends. A must listen. We are your best if friends if you
2: listen. You are our best friends. That's the truth. Isn't that the truth? Yeah.
0: So, on uh, two days later, um, Ultra M. Heaps, which I can only assume is Mandy Heaps. Mandy, review,
2: you're a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. But my life, my love, and my lady. Last line, I can't remember.
0: So, uh, unfortunately, because of where, because of wh- like how I'm viewing it on my phone, I can't see the entire title of her, uh, of her... Review, but it says "knock yourself out putting on the dot dot dot." Alec, what do you think she could possibly be saying? Putting I... on the Ritz, yeah. No, are you an idiot? You're putting you're the that... co-host of Knock a Sex yourself and the City out podcast.
2: Putting on the
1: putting on Alec. The... Well, what is it?
0: You're excused, Joe, because I don't think you know the show quite as obsessively putting as I on do. The... Condom. I am disappointing you. It's a Sex in the City reference.
2: Knock yourself out putting on the. Rogaine and the speed stick oh of course Carrie and Aiden's giant fight yes now in I in the remember, episode entitled
0: course. The Good Fight
2: I like to try and erase my memory as much as possible so that I can experience, experience it. it again right. it's the I've heard that if you go a year without watching an episode you're re-virginized yeah, yeah. and it's, it's true you've never watched the episode so
0: Mandy says so getting a shout out on Carrie on might have been the push I needed to finally write the review I've been meaning to write for months now this podcast has been the perfect companion to my favorite show of all time, Sex and the City. There are many reasons to love and listen to Carry On. One, oh she she made a list. The sex positivity. Kat and Alec talk about the issues raised in each episode with humor, honesty, and hilarious personal anecdotes. Two. Guest stars, especially Ricky Middlesworth, Daniel Montgomery, and Matthew Scott Montgomery, are fan faves and great additions to the discussion. Shout out. If it's possible, you laugh even harder when they are on the show. Three, they love Miranda, as we all should. Four, the puns, the accents. Five, their genuine (laughs) love and appreciation for everything this show has meant to them and all of us. Thanks for indulging our obsession with the show and providing new, enlightening commentary for all to enjoy. And finally, uh, from La 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 Lauren, who entitles her review, Yes, God. Yes, God. I love listening to this at work and anywhere else. You are amazing and so entertaining. You provide such a great insight to these episodes, and I love it. I also would love if you guys did a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast and or, mostly, and a Buffy podcast. Mm-hmm. That'd be real fun. Sure. We love you guys. Thanks for the reviews, guys. Thanks.
2: Thanks, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks. Super appreciated. Keep listening. Keep writing the reviews. Yeah, you guys,
0: We more reviews, more, more.
2: Yeah. Uh, speaking of review... Let's review this episode. Yeah.
0: Good one. Good segue, honey. That
2: was terrible. That was great. Um, Let's start at the beginning because it's a very good place to start. (laughs) 3 a.m. Carrie, she thinks the dry cleaner is going to be open. I'm just saying.
0: I don't think she was trying to. Faulty logic. No, 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 no. She said
1: Manhattan is a place you can get anything, anytime. Cabs at 2 a.m. Chinese
3: food
1: at three. But somehow you can never get your dry cleaning. And then
0: she was like, but for some reason, no matter what, your your dry your cleaning, dry you clean. can't ever get it. And she's there in the daytime trying to get
2: it. Yeah. Let's litigate this. I've been watching a lot of Making okay, a Murderer lately. It was definitely night. It was I don't think she was there at night 3 a.m. And she said 3 a.m. And there was DNA evidence at the scene that proved that she was there.
0: Yeah, but who planted it? Well, was it the Manitowoc County Sheriff's, Sheriff's Office? County. Oh, yeah. there's those accents. Here's there's my those question. accents you're yeah, looking for. Joe,
2: tell us. You don't know when your dry cleaner's open and closed? Yeah. Also, that's your responsibility. Carrie, you can't
0: be bothered to check the fucking time. Yes. Also, you know the what? Hours Carrie of the has a freelance
2: job where she writes from home, so I don't have a lot of sympathy that's for her. Also, the given the fact
0: that she says that uh, later she goes back to try to pick it up and again, and she says it was an hour until the party. So she was waiting until an hour before the party. God knows how long it's going to take her to get over to where the boat launches from or whatever boats do. She's going to pick it up, go upstairs, get ready. We know how long it takes her to do that. And she's upstairs chatting on the phone with Aiden, bloopity-bloppity. Girl doesn't give herself enough time to do anything. But no. that's something we know about Carrie.
2: Do you know that scientists, and this is a fact, scientists... <laughs> know, it's like just so obviously I a set up a <laughs> Do Do you it. know that scientists, and this is a fact... Scientists still don't know how boats work. Can you believe
3: that?
0: <laughs> what do you mean? Wait,
2: wait, this is true. One time I heard somebody say scientists still don't know how planes work.
1: And I was like, that can't be true. Scientists That's not true. have a huge part in how planes work. <laughs> That's somebody absolutely correct. Somebody said this correct. to me. Wow.
2: Somebody said scientists still don't know how they get off the ground.
1: If you want to know about space, you have to know about the plants. If you want to know about the plants, you have to listen to me right now. Sun... Mercurus, Uranus, uh, water planets.
0: Pluto, and, uh, this one, they didn't have a name for it yet. It's too far away. You can name it if
1: you want. You can name it Thoris after my mom. If you want. It's up to you.
2: It's a miracle. It's God's miracle. Now,
0: now, one, okay, scientists still don't 100% know exactly how sleep works and why we need it. That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Scientists definitely know how planes work. That's very silly. There was
1: that one, like... Someone tweeted somewhere and it made me laugh where they were talking about the first person to fall asleep. How we're they one so hundred percent thought they were dying. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, Oh no, I'm definitely dying right now. And then they woke up and they were like, What was that? <laughs> like that's a weird thing to that's think the about. Funniest thing like, I've and I imagine in a, a very group of time. people like sitting and chatting and then everyone starts nodding off and they're like, Oh no. <laughs> God, you know what that does? Like
0: I'm trying to engage and I can't.
1: That really pisses me
2: off, and I'll tell you why. I'm so pissed still at Eve for eating the apple from the tree of knowledge. How often a day do you just get so angry at Eve? From eating from the tree. At of least knowledge. once
0: a month, my uterus is making itself known, girl. Oh, that
2: was good. That was very relevant to tonight's episode. I know, nice. Joe. Before we really get into yeah. the the details on this, I want to ask you. You said this came out in July of 2000. Correct. Talk to me about Joe Gillette oh, wow. in July of 2000. Whoa. Where were you in your life? What were you listening to? What was your favorite movie at the time? No. I recently
0: saw B- BT Dubs. Alec, did you see this senior portrait that Joe posted on no, Instagram? No, I did oh, yeah. see you, Mother with your,
2: um, Fletcher, yes. with your beard and everything. Yes, I, I need you to recently. understand.
0: I'm going to show it to Alec right now, but I'm telling you mm-hmm. guys uh, who are listening. Uh, first of all, if you're not already following Joe on social media, honestly, just like shame yeah. on you. Yeah.
1: Joe, um, hit
2: us with your uh my, your social, my
1: social media, the Insta and the Twitter, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. all just um, at Joe Gillette. And it's uh, oh, just at J-O-E-G-I-L-E-G-I-L-L-E-T-T. Oh, two, two L's,
0: two T's. Two L's, two T's. Now, hold on, I'm going to show it to you in a minute. Okay. But now, uh, but what I'm going to instruct you to do is specifically go to his Instagram yeah. and scroll about six weeks into the past
2: hmm. and find this, this
0: TBT from 2004. So not 2000, mm. but...
2: Okay, I'm looking at this for the first time. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> that Andrew <gasps> Keegan realness.
2: Wow. Look yeah. at that. That, camp, look that like... camp
0: nowhere realness. That's
2: exactly right. That's exactly right. You look right. like you
0: belong at a camp run by children, <clears> throat> s- throat> s- loosely supervised by Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. That's what you look Your like. Your
2: hair is beautiful, by the way. Those
1: tightly curled locks. Yeah. That was
2: all natural. I used I'm to assuming. get my
1: hair cut at a salon. Yeah. Wow. And, I still do. And the women would be like, your curls, yeah, yeah.
0: Did they all line up to run their fingers through your hair? Huh? It was
1: yeah. a treat for them. I love. Wow. Um, I
0: mean, just the cutest. I would have swooned.
1: Thank and you. I love your
2: necklace. I still do. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. It's, oh, almost, it's almost a shell necklace, it but not is. quite. It's
0: not, but it's
1: it more is, Native is American very very of
0: that. the time. Yeah, and your yeah. your shirt pro- definitely came from American Eagle Outfitters, probably. Well,
1: it was either American Eagle Anchor Blue Old or PacSun. Oh, PacSun. Pac Sun. Those were the. That was the. Triple God. threat yeah. of my wardrobe. You really So if to you're have it together. if you're feeling
0: lost, go look at Joe's Instagram, yeah. follow him, and ch- please check out yeah, his Yeah, particularly my, my
1: throwbacks are um, they're
0: they're, they're epic. pretty good he plays yeah. it really close to the vest if that's the yeah. correct phrase um, you don't you don't expect it's like he's been hiding it for yes. 15 years and that's then right. suddenly he hits you with an incredible photo that's and you're right. like yeah. he play, he plays it cool I appreciate that it's worth the follow yeah. um, so I want to say something about the way this oh never I'm mind so I'm sorry. so sorry I just Joe, want finish Joe has what, to what,
1: answer Joe's his Joe's life in 2000 in, in the year 2000 yeah in um, the year 2000 <laughs> my god I love it great sketch <laughs> great <laughs> Um, I th- That would have been my freshman year of high school Okay Um. So my freshman year of high school What uh, bands were you listening to? What I, was your guilty pleasure? What are you embarrassed to say now? I don't believe in guilty pleasures Yep. Good okay. For you um, I, I think You uh, mean you
2: believe in innocent
1: until proven guilty yes, pleasures <laughs> Exactly
2: Stephen Avery pleasures That's uh-huh. right
1: Oh my um, I, 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 uh, I know that I had um, I wore this shirt from Anchor Blue Mm-hmm that had Felix the Cat on it. Oh. And it was a mm -hmm. red shirt with just Felix the Cat front and center. Okay. It was a graphic tee. It was a graphic (laughs) tee. And, um, you know, it was a conversation starter. Uh And the conversation went something like, do you watch Felix the Cat? And I'd say, no, I had never seen it before. I remember
2: you saying (laughs) that. (laughs) That's a weird thing That was a year of silence for
1: you. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Uh, It was. Um, The bands I would listen to, gosh. 2000, take me back. I mean, I feel like I was... I feel like I was listening to, this could have been two thousand or it could have been two thousand one, but I was listening to like Dashboard Confessional, oh, that makes it sense, hurts. Um, and like Taking Back Sunday, brand mm-hmm. new, the mm-hmm. used, mm-hmm. Uh, um, bands like that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, what was the what
2: was the uh, name of your alternative radio station in your town? Oh uh, one hundred
1: 1079 the end.
2: Uh-huh. It's always the end or it's the edge. It's always the end or the
0: edge. Yeah, yeah mine
2: was 1065 the edge. What yeah. was
0: 90 What was 95, 95 was Kiss.
2: Kiss, Kiss 95.1. Okay. Can I
0: ask you Joe cuz yeah. you're you're a, you're a, you yourself are a, an incredible singer-songwriter. Bless you. Uh Okay. And that those are the those are the artists you gravitate towards male and female a lot of the time. You yeah. enjoy those, right? We yeah. all do. Uh most of us. Yeah. What is the hardest band, like, you've ever, go, like, been, like, been really into? into?
1: I mean, I've always been a Metallica fan. Oh, yeah. that
0: is precious. Yeah.
1: You know what's interesting is that even though I've always gravitated to the singer-songwriters, and I am one myself, like, my taste musically has always been super eclectic, and and that's come from, like, having an older brother, I think, and parents that listen to really interesting sure, stuff. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. So I, my, the, the singer-songwriter, I think, probably comes from my parents- Putting on like Paul Simon and James Taylor at uh, like adult parties, mm-hmm. and like Phil Collins and Kenny mm-hmm. Loggins and people like that. Uh-huh. We literally just listened to
2: all of this in my. Yeah. We did, 60s. we did. Yeah. So that Including was like Joe's music. If you
1: had a party, if my parents threw a party, like that was it. It was like yep. Graceland, Paul Simon, mm-hmm. and then my brother was listening to Metallica, Dream Theater. Um, uh, tool? Guns N' Roses, Tool, yes. Um, but then like interesting things like Alanis Morissette and and um, I was listening to a lot of different stuff. Frank you were stuff listening
0: things. to In Sync and Backstreet Boys and everything. Yes. just like all of us.
2: One hundred percent. You know what Metallica song I love? It's from the album they did with the orchestra. Yes, and I I'm totally not remembering the name of the song, but it was like. In the end of your tunnel And a freight train coming they, away Yeah, I know exactly yeah. I love that They used to play that on 106.5 The Edge all the yes, time yeah. That's a great tune When it, it comes, comes to, to the end The soothing heart. light At the, the end, end of, of your tunnel Just a freight train coming away world of that age, yes. I feel like I can better talk about this episode because I remember that time. You feel like time, you can better talk yeah. about menopause? 16 years ago. Wow. Whoa. 16 years ago. Think about that. That's how long ago this episode sure. was. Wow. I
0: mean, Joe, if you'd gotten a girl pregnant
2: mm-hmm.
0: when you were listening to Metallica yeah. and Alanis Morissette, you could have like a 16-year-old
2: child. Now. Wow. I want to tell you something, Joe. The first girl I dated and had intercourse with. Whoa! We had intercourse uh, for the first time. You know, we did it a couple times. And when you're young, see, this is the problem with the way that they sell <laughs> condoms. Okay. Is that they make you feel weird about buying them when you're really yes. young. And they shouldn't do that no. because it discourages you from buying yeah. the condom. So the first couple times I did it, I used what's known, um, I like to think of as graciously, as the pull-out method. Oh, Jesus. And so, I was on a church trip, and my girlfriend, who also went to the same church as I, very debaucherous, this church, church trips in general... I'd argue I think so. So yeah. with think We talked about this with Abby. Yeah.
0: Uh, episodes with Abby where like you're in a youth group and so you're talking yes. about being righteous and pure but really all of your boners are like you're just erect being, in your pants. Yeah, yeah
2: you're totally being wrong Yes, um, correct. And um, so uh, we're on this church trip about a month after we did it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. And she's late. Oh boy. And I'm like, oh my God, life over. This is relevant to this episode also. Um, but anywho... I remember going home after the church trip. She still hadn't had her period. And the only time in my life I've ever thrown up from not being sick, I was just so distraught and worried about my future that I threw up. I threw up. I don't even know what you would describe you, you that emotion. I would call it whoopsing was your cookies. I whoopsed my yeah. cookies yeah. totally. Wow. Um because I thought she had a bun in the oven. And yeah. uh, and she did, and I have a child. No, his name is John and Gillette. She's us <laughs>
0: I am John Gillette. So um. Uh, so yes. Car- So the episode opens Carrie's trying to get yes. A dress for a fabulous Boat party mm-hmm. And she can't get her dress Because she doesn't Pay attention to Posted signs Classic at Carrie Good characterization um, Yes absolutely it, it colors the fabric Of Carrie Bradshaw For us So Um Carrie and Charlotte though are having a discussion about they're getting their nails done. Yes, which we don't often see the ladies doing. No. Um, but but a couple of times there was
2: like a lot a lot of classic ladyisms in this yes. episode. there was the getting the nails done. There was the four women in the bathroom With, passing and tampons around. And all of that. Miranda's
0: putting on mascara. Mm-hmm. So Carrie and Charlotte are having a very interesting conversation that I feel like is going to take us into some real fun places. I'm ready here, to go there. Where Charlotte is uh, saying to Carrie. Uh, she's taking things very slow with Trey. Mm-hmm. So she's very excited. She thinks he might be the one. And she doesn't want to go too too much too soon because she wants to be, you know, the respect... I mean, this is coming from the woman who said no one wants to marry Mrs. Up the Butt. Yes. You know, she was nervous about that. She didn't want to, like... Yes. You know, for lack of a better word, taint the guy's opinion of Perineum her. Perennium.
2: <laughs> the man's opinion of her.
0: And right? she's... Uh, and she brings up to Carrie... Do you know if you don't have sex for a year, you can revert, you can become re-virginized? And Carrie's like, "Ooh, why would you want to lose your virginity again? It was not a bad enough the first time." And yeah. I personally have an issue with the idea of re-virginization because I have an issue with the concept of virginity to begin yes. with. Now, I didn't when I was growing up because that's what society taught. We all right. we all understand the concept. Now, as an adult woman who's had sex with more than one human... What? Whoa! Um, sorry, husband. Uh, I... I feel like it's just problematic. But, uh, that tangent is probably not relevant here, so I'm gonna leave it. Okay. And I want you to continue this, Alex.
2: Stop, collaborate, and podcast. Whoa! I got a couple questions, Joe. One is... First, they uh, Charlotte brings up the concept of the one. I say that in quotations. Mm. Yeah, Joe, when you have dated in the past, because mm-hmm. I know you have, have you ever felt or jumped the gun on the thought that one of those girls was the one?
3: Mm.
2: No, really, I always every girl You're such I a dated hopeless romantic. I am every girl I dated. I thought was the one until I realized they were the two.
0: <laughs> Interesting.
1: No, I think uh I think uh, I I think with my very first relationship like my first love. Yeah. Um when was this? That would have been my junior senior year of high school into my freshman year of college. Okay. Uh, we were very sort of practical about everything and I remember when we decided to stay together into college. Um, people sort of assume like, oh, wow, that's very serious. Like, you guys are really serious. And we were, but we were also best friends. And I think as far as, like, the one goes, I knew I loved her, and I knew that, like, I wanted to continue and see where it led. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember having a specific thought that, like, this was it for me. Um, right. That being said, I didn't think we were going to break up, and then we broke up. Do you believe in the one? Um wow, that's a really tough question. Thank you. I
0: think it says a lot about your character that you because our our society, especially in America, is so permeated with the concept of like of the one and marriage like we're so we're so wedding obsessed I love that it didn't occur to you to like really examine that that you were just like I like where we are I want to see where we're going I think that's so telling of who you are well
1: thanks the the, what's funny is excuse me there was a uh, teacher that we both had and um, one day after class senior year we were the last people like packing up our backpacks and it was sort of the end of the year and Amazing teacher and completely coming from a genuine place, um, he said. So, are you guys gonna get married? And that was because he was a man who married young, right? He oh. he it was like a high school sweetheart. He finished college young and then became a teacher, and then mm-hmm. they have a family and all this stuff. So it was his own experience. And he said, are you guys going to get married? And we sort of looked at each other and kind of laughed. And we're like, no, I mean, not, not any, no. I mean, we haven't really, we're going to continue to date each other. Yeah. Um, but it, it was, I remember when he said that, I thought, you know, that's not, my mind doesn't immediately go to, um, marriage with someone that I'm dating in high school. But for a lot of people it does. Yeah. And you know, high schools, there's plenty of high school sweethearts out there that are married, um. And, uh, but it was interesting to, in that moment, be like, oh, yeah, I don't think that's my way, but, yeah, uh, but I understood at the same time how, how attractive that is to a lot of people. Well, I thought
0: I was going to marry my high school boyfriend.
1: Yeah. Well, you know,
2: um, I want to bring up something that was said at me and Catherine's wedding, mm-hmm. which, Joe, you were standing five feet away. So I, I imagine you probably heard at least some of this, which is the idea that Catherine and I both believe that. We aren't each other's soulmates. We chose one another. I, agree I think that. that idea is much more romantic I agree. than the mm-hmm. idea that fate puts you together. But instead, you choose the person that you want and you fight for it and you work for it. That's every day. the
1: truth. Because I don't think there, you know, here we are in 2016, and I don't think it could be any more evident um, that there are. Options. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's too many. Too many.
1: Swipe right. Swipe right all day long. Yep. So it it does become more romantic. The idea of um, I'm choosing to be with you, even though I could be with anybody. Mm -hmm. Anyone could be with anybody. There's like a whole world of people out there, and it is, I think, more romantic to think about the idea of. Um, amidst all those people, you're the one that I want to be with. Um, Rather than we somehow miraculously... Um, found each other mm-hmm. and therefore We are each other's soulmate Because I think it's relative to your experiences in your environment totally. yeah. But I, I
0: think it can get kind of scary when I think about So Carrie muses in this episode She's like if I weren't perpetually 10 minutes late Would my life be totally different
2: Sliding yeah. doors. And
0: I think yes absolutely It's a sliding doors kind of thing And I think like yes I don't believe There are soulmates I believe you and I found each other We super duper clicked Alec and we, uh, we, we, we make it work every day and we work towards it every day but it, because I care about you so much and I love you so much it scares me to think about like how that could have just as easily not happened.
1: Yes. Well that's the, I think about this all the time which is the, the saddest thing and, and at the same time the most amazing thing about being a person is how quickly someone could come into your life and how quickly they can leave it. Mm-hmm. And that someone could just show up out of nowhere based on some job you take or some trip you go on or some friend that introduces you, and all of a sudden there's this person that, like, changes your life or affects mm-hmm. you in some profound way. And yet the fragility of that, like right. knowing yeah. that they could just as quickly go away. yeah, it, It's something that I, I think about a lot.
3: That's
0: just, I mean, that is being a human. That's life and death. Yeah. Like we, we just... We just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when did everyone lose their virginity?
1: I was, uh, it was my senior year.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Junior year for me, Alec.
1: I would. Well, uh,
0: actually, sorry, summer between junior and senior year.
2: I would, I think it was my junior year. I was 16. I thought,
0: no, yeah. I thought you were younger. Was I was like
2: 15. You were
0: younger. I know you were because I remember when you told me, I was surprised that you were so young.
2: I was fifteen. It was uh, it was while I was watching Aladdin, which oh, I no! which feels really? very appropriate. Wow, Cave of wonders.
1: Yeah. It all good, was all indeed. good. Children <laughs> take off your clothes or whatever.
0: Isn't that the thing? <laughs> yeah. The Disney hidden Easter. Oh egg? yeah, yeah. Under the breath, Right. Oh well, yeah. with the Super yeah with fast. the sand. All good. So like sex in the sand as well. Yeah. Something all good like children that. take off I your
1: love clothes that or something.
2: Yeah. That I don't was, know. Uh, it was. But see, mine was kind of like a happy, like meaning. <laughs> Your penis? Meaning, no, no, no. Meaning that she was mixed race. No, I'm wow. kidding. Um No. What I mean is, I had one of those. It in wasn't a full. It wasn't. I didn't.
1: It wasn't. It didn't. It, it wasn't a full. Wait a thing. minute. Yes. You, it was like. Were, were kind you of, half masked Wait, sweet
3: pea.
2: Wait, no, no, wait, wait, it wasn't wait. Wasn't that? It
1: was like. Let's see if I can.
2: Yes. Let's see if I can. And it was like, hey. Let's just try this. But it wasn't a yeah. full yeah. on. So
0: this is the problem I have with the concept of like virginity, as it were, because uh-huh. you're sitting here, you're going like, so uh, what's the fucking line? What's right. the line where you're like, OK, that was it.
2: Right. It's like, or Did you
0: get it, the penis halfway in the vagina? Which is if she if you if you hit her with she duty at. Yeah. Is she still a virgin? What is the, what are well, the rules? Well, yeah, I don't know, so I silly. guess. I wish
2: parents, I mean, there's so many different virginities that we're really missing out on, which is like the first time you ate something with your mouth, that was like your mouth food virginity. Okay. Or the first time you stuck your finger in your right nostril, that's your right nostril virginity. Yeah. I'm just saying sticking a thing in a thing, like let's get real technical, which is how scientists refer to it. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. sticking a thing in a thing. Mm-hmm it's just a thing and a thing. Yeah. yeah. When
0: I think but about maybe- like, you could be incredibly dirty porn intimate with somebody. Like you could be skull fucking some girl. Crazy. I'm so sorry I used that phrase, but I'm trying to get to a point, it. which is you're welcome. Uh, Incredibly intimate oral sex where like things are naughty and you're saying dirty words to each other and things are insane. But because he's never put his, his pee pee into your pee pee hole, <clears throat> You're both still virgins? Like, that's so silly. It's so silly. You know what? Why is the vagina sacred? Because
2: God is watching everything you do. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. He's watching us right now. Well, I always
1: heard about those. I, I remember hearing about some girl in college that was, like, really religious but, like, she would let guys have sex with her butt. Well, there's a loophole in the scripture that works really well So I can get him off without going to hell It's my Hail Mary full of grace In Jesus' name we go to fifth base Oh, thank you for making me holy And thank you for giving me holes to choose from And since I'm not a godless whore they will have to come in the back door Therefore, fuck me in the ass because I love Jesus Lord, we want it that way. Give me that
0: yeah. my stepmother i this revolution. i may have told the story in the podcast before and i apologize if i have but she told me a story about when she was in high school there was a girl that she knew who got pregnant and did not understand how she got pregnant because her super religious catholic mother told her this i will never forget this as long as i live she told her don't kiss a boy don't you kiss any boys because you'll get pregnant Didn't have the birds and the bees talk. She figured if she's not going to kiss him, she won't go any further. Yes. But the daughter understood absolutely nothing about sex and conception and the birds and the bees. To the extent that she didn't kiss the boy, but the boy was able to pressure her into having sex. So she's pregnant and crying to her girlfriend saying, but I never kissed him. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how I'm pregnant. Wow.
2: Gee, I can't wait till I go to hikes. Well,
3: don't you say
2: that. Don't you ever say that. Stay here. Stay as long as you
3: can.
2: For the love of God, cherish it. Yeah. What? God, yeah. and I can tell you that God approves of this because I talked to him earlier today. Uh-huh. God approves of the poop hole loophole. Okay. Yeah, totally. He says it's fine. He also says that I'm really handsome. So <laughs> I'm just... He oh, said this. Great, I didn't say you it. You guys
1: have a great yeah, relationship. That's sweet yeah. of God.
2: No, God and I talk all the time, I, I We, we iMessage. He uses a lot of emojis. Too many. Wow. In my opinion, IMO. I am HO. Because <laughs> God knows when I'm lying.
3: Yeah. I so. had
1: a um, very positive, uh, quote unquote, uh, virginity losing experience. Good. Okay. Right. Tell me. Tell it
2: to me as though you're writing a penthouse form. Letter, okay. <laughs> okay. How?
1: Jan- Never mind. January 4th.
2: Oh, uh, I'm already into it.
1: Um, It was my brother's birthday. Okay. It's a new year. It's easy to remember because of that. <laughs> does um, he know? I don't think he does. <laughs> it was your brother's he birthday. He does now. And <laughs> got, you got laid. Yes. Yeah. That that seems and, um, and it was a situation where it was like, you know, we were, we loved each other so yeah. much and, and had been together a long time and we knew we were going to be each other's um, and... and so it wasn't like, there wasn't pressure or anything like that and it, it was about it being the right time and, and oh. but there was sort of that, like, we had kind of tried before mm-hmm. um, and then, and then eventually when it happened, it was, I guess, you know, what you were talking about is like, well, how do you know or what is it, what it? Yeah. For, at least for me, it was clear because it was like, it really happened. Right. Yeah. Like, there I, I didn't, was. We thought
0: about it. it was We thought thoughtful. about
1: it. And, Um, It was a It was romantic Like it felt Really? Yeah it really was Like it it was romantic And it was super intimate And we both said that we loved each other For the first time Wow Yeah And uh, it was just like As good as uh, You know This is amazing This is like she's all that Or something Yeah Yeah, it was And you know what's so funny is We um, uh, You know We broke up uh, In 2000 And four mm-hmm. uh, and and we we still remain friends um, even though we've lived very far away from each other but we um, always communicate uh, at least on um, January 4th and we say happy sex anniversary really Whoa, yeah.
2: what? Wow. And for our
1: 10year sex anniversary no we wrote handwritten letters to each other Wow Um. um Detailing some memory of some kind of encounter that we had that was either like funny or sweet. Why haven't you
0: married this person? Is she married? No, she's not married.
1: She's, I mean, uh, she is East Coast. Um, No, we just like. Joe, this
2: is incredible. Yeah, she's a great person. I don't even talk to the person I watched. Yeah, no, that's why I feel so lucky. That's
1: why I feel very lucky. She's a very great, she's a wonderful person. That's incredibly
2: special. I hope you hang on to at least yeah. some element of that for oh totally story. totally
1: yeah Yeah. Um, wow
2: well it's uh, we, 40 I, minutes into this episode so I maybe know. we should start talking about it I have a question so how
0: do we think sh- so Carrie shares that it was 11th grade yeah, yeah. on a foosball table or whatever yes. ping pong table yes uh, how do you think Char- Charlotte doesn't share how do you think Charlotte lost her virginity church camp
2: yeah definitely uh, of course no question uh,
0: let's talk about Samantha's storyline real quick let's okay. just do it let's yeah. just wrap it up okay. as Alec didn't the first few times Okay. Samantha had a new apartment in the ultra chic meatpacking district and
1: a new admirer. Well, there goes the neighborhood. Len Schneider, 4A. I collect art.
3: Samantha Jones, 2D.
1: And I'm guessing you collect compliments. Uh,
3: Oh, oh, Len, stop.
0: (laughs) Really, Len, (laughs) stop. (laughs) If you'll excuse me.
1: Listen. I would love to have you come up to my place tonight. I make a mean wine spritzer.
0: Oh, I don't think so.
3: Sorry.
1: And just when Samantha thought her day couldn't get any worse.
0: This is a catalog for pre-menopausal women. New transitions, nice name. Why don't they call it what it is? J. Crew for women who are drying up. FYI, I am not transitioning, I am happening. So what you just got on the wrong mailing list? I knew I shouldn't
3: have signed up for that three-month Mirabella trial subscription.
2: So Samantha, you know, she is concerned in this episode that she's... Uh, she got a catalog for, I guess, like over 40 women. I'm, I'm not exactly sure what that was. But it was something about aging women. Mm-hmm. And she's worried that she's uh, dried up. She's just like an old maid at this point. And there's a, a guy living in her building who... Looks like somebody I can't put my finger on. It's very you know what familiar. I mean? But he's this very like um, cheesy linen clothes wearing, uh, kind of like dumb mm. ponytail, gray hair, earrings, modern yeah. art moron. Yes, who who Samantha's offended by the the mere notion that would he would even think that it was appropriate to hit on a he's hot also young thing. Kind like her. of
0: being incredibly inappropriate from my perspective, because he. I mean. He's older, so, like, you kiss a woman's hand or whatever. Maybe that's, like, an older male thing. But, like, he grabs her hand, kisses it. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, she, she says firmly no. Yeah. Sorry, no, and leaves it at that. And then tries to walk away, and he grabs her shoulder and stops her from leaving. Back the fuck off, motherfucker. But that's me in 2016.
2: Yeah, Yeah, creepy. No, I think it was creepy in 2002. I have a pretty good memory of that era. what I
0: think is interesting from a sociological feminist many standpoints is that she, Samantha, like the voiceover says, Samantha thought it was like crazy that a guy like him thought he could hit on a a young hot hot woman like her. Mm -hmm. So like it makes me think about the concept of, about uh, um, the idea that that how 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 much how creepy someone is is directly proportional to how much you're attracted, attracted to there. them. Uh-huh. So like if it had been a young hot man who was like, I'm gonna stick my finger in your pussy. Yeah. I'm so sorry, I don't know where that came from. It's okay. <laughs> but,
1: Offer but, her a wine uh, spritzer. Yes!
0: If you offered her a wine spritzer. Yeah. It wouldn't have been offensive to her. He's kissing her hand. She's like, "Oh, uh, because he's young and hot." And I kind of feel like, "Don't touch me unless I ask you to."
2: Yes. Well, I'd love to get fucking existential on you right here, but we just don't. I have know the we don't. I just needed it. to
0: say that. Yeah. Um. That's real. So Samantha gets her little magazine. Yeah. She's talking to the ladies about how she uh hasn't had her period in thirty-five days, and yeah. she's afraid. Well, that's a different scene, but uh, she she is so the ke- kegel exercises come up which is this weird moment in the show that i've always felt like every time i watch this episode i always feel very um conscious of the it feels mm, it feels a little <laughs> excuse me sorry
3: <laughs>
0: we were tried, watching i tried
2: you. to hold it in i really did. i
3: watched it i watched him <laughs> <laughs> was I,
0: I watched
1: really? it all. After you were beautiful. making such an eloquent point, I couldn't yeah. and I <laughs> could do anything about it.
0: <laughs> we can't. We, I can't help you, Alec uh, no, but, but did okay. it feel? Did it? That was feel great. Good that was that such a release. That
1: was the release <laughs> yeah. I needed. I
0: noticed, I by the way, Alec and I recently went on a vacation with his family. And I realized that your um, sister, Lauren, sweet Lou, she, when she sneezed, the first time I was around her, she sneezed. She goes, you Oh, that felt good. And I realized that, like, no one needs to bless her because it's a wonderful experience and she, like, appreciates it. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Um, what I was getting at is the the conversation about the kegels where Samantha's like, um, someone is pointing in the, uh, catalog and Charlotte goes, ooh, vagina weights. And Samantha's like, my vagina weights for no man. And Charlotte's yes. like, why are there weights? And they're like, kegels, you haven't been doing your exercises. And it just feels very transparently like they wanted to insert a hot, Mm -hmm. fun topic of the day because I feel like that's when Kegel exercises became all the rage people still talk about it now and now it's transitioned from like it's not just for women it's for men because you make your penis like stronger or something and I just I don't know I guess I just feel very a little bit uncomfortable watching that scene because it feels kind of forced that's all Um, but Samantha's talking about how she is concerned that she's been getting this magazine that's geared toward older females she doesn't want to feel older But then, because she hasn't had her period in thirty-five days, she's crying. She's drying. She says she's drying up, and she agrees because she's drying up. Yes. To go on a date with this creepy guy who she's not attracted to. Now I don't know about you, but if I'm not attracted to somebody, I'm just not, mm-hmm. and I'm also not going to spread my legs for him.
1: Yeah, yeah. And she didn't just
0: enjoy because, it at all. Just to shut him up.
2: Yeah. I think this is a, and they don't quite hit the mark with this, but I think the idea is that, you know, Samantha's grappling with the idea that maybe she should lower her expectations. Yeah, that she's not going to
1: be able to get any hot young guys anymore because now she's old. Right, yeah. So,
0: but but then even by that logic, she's having this perfunctory sex with this guy. Right. So why isn't she allowed to still enjoy sex? I just... I have a big problem with just being like, whatever. I've got to have sex tonight. So even though you're a bridge troll, climb mm-hmm. on in. I'm yeah. Like what? Yeah, yeah. I'm with anyway, you. Anyway, uh, no, I, I don't like I totally that. that. I
2: totally get that. I so yeah. Just to wrap up the storyline, she's having sex with Jonathan Livingston Seagull or whoever it is, yeah. and <laughs> uh, she gets her period mm-hmm. while she's having sex. Which is also you could you could uh, argue would be triggering to a postmenopausal woman who still enjoys her sex life, uh, and doesn't need you don't need to have your per- period to have sex, um, but in this case Samantha gets her period. She goes, oh, I'm still youthful. I still have my flower. It's not the Sahara down there. <laughs> I can go off and, and have sex with young men again, which we know from three more seasons and two movies that she indeed That's does. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: she's my spirit animal in that sense. And a lot of women say, so, you know, men's and wit, well, Samantha's, the, you know, one of the exceptions, but, like, for a lot of women, their libido sort of, like, is at some sort of a stasis or whatever it is, and then as she approaches like her 30s and 40s, it goes nutty and yeah. skyrockets. And for men, it's like they just need to they're going to hump the couch because they they need to hump something, and mm. then it sort of peters, um, pun intended, later in life. So like there's this interesting mismatch there. And Samantha, I, I'm not sure where I was going when I started that, but that's where I'll this finish that thought
2: for you which is not related to your thought at Great. all. Great,
0: thank you. So
2: the dudes yep. who wrote American Pie mm-hmm. called Stifler's mom a MILF. Yeah. And that word set the world ablaze. It did. Everyone Here's loved it. Here's to you, Mrs. It. Robinson. Yeah. So much so, in fact, that the word MILF has become uh, a a commonplace like subsection of all pornography. Like if you wanna watch A category. porn. Yeah. What? You can were you watch doing earlier today? Porn. Don't worry about okay. that. And also don't check my history. Okay. That's great. right, because it's been cleared. Yeah. Deal. So you're not gonna find anything. I figured that out. Yeah.
0: Deal. So uh, Gilf porn? I'm looking <laughs> yeah. at your computer right now. <laughs> Grandma's I'd like to Alec. Well?
2: Um, No good wives I'd like to fuck. Oh, I love you. That's right. My Valentine. (laughs) Um, So my point being, unrelated to this episode completely, (laughs) by the way, is that imagine you're the screenwriters of American Pie, whoever they are, and you've literally created a... I mean, that blows my mind. Samantha is a total milf.
0: Can mm-hmm. I also say shout out to my child free ladies, what what raise it up and just saying that poor Samantha, who isn't a mother and has never wanted to be a mother, would be called a MILF the older she gets, even though she's not a fucking mom. Mm-hmm. That's Yes, all.
2: and she gets cancer at some point and the doctor says it might be lifestyle choices, i.e. not having a child. And oh, she says, shit. Sir, you are lucky to have touched my breast because she's Upset that he said that. She's a Let's move woman. on. Yeah. Let's move on to Charlotte's storyline, mm-hmm. which is not really much of anything. But she is starting. I to... disagree okay. again, as Great. I did
0: in the last episode, okay. because you're like, whatever. Charlotte and Trey, Charlotte and Trey are paramount. It's so important because it informs every interaction she has with Trey, every argument, every happy kiss, every dream. It's all in service of her ultimate perfect love, Mm -hmm. which is to Harry. And this is all setting her up for, like, we we have to, I think, live through this time where she's just glowing and moony-eyed to see where those kinds of expectations can lead us when we go like, I'm going to get married this year. I'm so excited. I'm so in love. I love you. Oh, look, he's so funny. I know everything about how he carries change around. He has too much change. He has all this change. I'm so madly in love. And then they get married, and then it's a whirlwind, and then it doesn't turn out to be what she thinks. So I think this Charlotte stuff is important.
2: Well, to your point, Charlotte really believes in this episode that Trey is the one. Mm -hmm. And they haven't done it yet. They haven't put P and V. But, He's given her a Cartier watch. Ooh. The time has not been set yet. And Lazy they, they love, love telling the story of the way that they met.
1: So my mother gives me this god-awful machine, you know, for sorting change.
3: She has a lot of
1: change. <laughs> for my birthday. And I lied to her and I said, I loved it. And I immediately jumped into a cab and drove that thing right back down to have <laughs> So there I was on... The, 40th and
3: Broadway. Right, 40th
1: and Broadway. And I hear this woman yell like a hyena. Uh, I sorry. did not! And the cab stops up short. Right? I almost hit my, my head on that plastic partition. I got out. I he told, told him to stop, stop the meter. meter. Right? And there was Charlotte lying in the middle of the street. And that's how we met. And that's how we met. That's very sweet. Oh, you forgot the part about when the cabbie gets mad. No, it's okay, because cause I remember. <laughs> well,
2: anyway, it was fate.
3: If my mother didn't give me such bad gifts, this wonderful gift would never have come
2: into my life.
0: This is how I feel like. So Alec and I uh, just got cats, you know, and yes. this is how I feel like. Simon people... and Arthur.
2: I will talk about them now for three hours. Point one. Exactly. They're so cute. Exactly. Point two. Oh, You're sorry.
0: proving my point, which is that we are Charlotte and Trey when we tell people their like origin story and how we adopted them. Yes. And it is insufferable, I'm sure, but we can't help ourselves.
2: Uh, and so to round this story out, Charlotte is keeping that chastity belt on because she wants to make She's sure made a he's the one. She's like yeah.
0: Maid Marian in Robin Hood Men and yeah. tights. We
2: don't want to mix love with sex in this instance just because she doesn't want to worry that Trey's just after that. Mm-hmm. Nanny. Yeah, she specifically
1: <laughs> said, I don't want to ruin it.
2: Yeah. And uh, Samantha has a counterpoint. And Samantha's counterpoint is he's just got blue balls. Mm-hmm. And he's waiting to fulfill said destiny mm-hmm. of getting in that yeah. cooter. Yeah. <laughs> getting in that well, coot. Coo- Maybe
1: that prune shoot. Yeah. Whoa. That's right. And then Miranda says, his light is on. Mm. Yeah.
0: Oh, I, thank you for, thank you for bringing this up. And this she, is part of the bathroom conversation. Yeah,
1: so she brings up the idea that sometimes men are like cabs.
2: I'm in love with him. You're not in love with him. You're in love with the very expensive
1: watch he gave you. Do you have another? Ladies, I am not Tampax Central. Put on list. Buy tampons. Well, I have them at home, but they won't fit my Kate Spade purse.
0: Wow. Kate must have a tiny vagina. <laughs> I think the watch is a sign that he's in love with me too. Oh, he's not in love, he's in blue ball hell. Sometimes you just know. with the right match, it's fate. It's not fate. His light is on, that's all. What light? Men are like cabs. When they're
3: available, their light goes on. They wake up one day and they decide they're ready to settle down, have babies, whatever, and they turn their light on. The next woman they pick up, boom, that's the one they'll marry. It's not fake. It's dumb luck.
0: I'm sorry.
1: I refuse to believe that love is that random. Please, it's all about
0: timing. You gotta get them when their light's on. Most men I meet are flashing yellows. (laughs) We're off duty. They can drive around for years picking up women and not be available. Then they really shouldn't be allowed to get behind the wheel. Most men don't stay lit long before they take the plunge versus most women who've been lit pretty much since birth.
1: And their light is on, meaning they're available. Yeah. And that if you catch them when their light is on, that means they're ready to settle down, they're ready to be a husband, they're ready to commit, and that it's all timing. It's not this like special thing. It's just you caught them when their light was on. By
2: the way, this is how you can tell that this episode was made in two thousand not two thousand sixteen, where men are like Uber, they may have good reviews, but they also might kill you. That's yes. Look that up in the news. Unforge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, finish what you were saying, darling. What was I we, saying? We set you up. You knock it down.
0: Okay. Um... Me, 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 me. I'm just warming up.
2: Okay, this is like a person throwing a bowling ball granny style, which <laughs> is, it still might work.
0: It's gonna work because I have the guards up for okay. the gutters. Oh, good. Well,
2: perfect.
1: Yeah, the bumpers. So,
0: the, the bumpers... Um, a shout out to Gene and Bumper. Bumper, what? shout out to Gene. Um, Joe, do you know who Gene is?
1: No, hey Gene. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gene is one of our earliest, uh, most engaged fans. Oh, and he has, listeners. He, listeners. Listeners. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't use the word fan. We're fans of Gene. Uh, he, anyway, he has a cat named Bumper. Is that the best Bumper. name you've Isn't ever heard, a heard cute, for a cat? Best you've ever heard. Um so anyway, yes, Charlotte is uh, enamored of Trey. She believes that he is the one mm-hmm. and um and we learn this because Carrie uh, has finally made it to her boat party. Yeah. And uh, uh and and Charlotte is telling Carrie, Charlotte and Trey are telling Carrie their their you know, origin story of how they met and uh Carrie's a little like mm, Okay, it's a little insufferable. Even though Carrie's in a very happy relationship, I think that goes to show you Carrie's kind of cynical side. Um, and that's kind of all we hear from Charlotte and Trey, right? Yeah. For the rest of the episode, so we've
2: got seven minutes to talk about Charlotte and Carrie. Let's do this. Well, now we can hold kill on. This. You know,
0: you know, we're gonna we're gonna go over a we're little. Going gonna I know. Try. I'm trying. Try I'm Hold on. I think okay. it's, let's let's go back to Miranda because I think we need to close on Carrie. Okay. Let's talk about Miranda. Joe, explain Miranda and Steve's issues in this episode.
1: Okay. What's happening with Miranda and Steve is they're eating delicious ramen. Mm. God, it's so good. Could watch her eat all day. Yeah. Yes. Slurp it up. Steve is checking out this baby. Yeah. And he gets the idea in his head that they should have a baby. Yeah. He thinks the baby's cute. Yep. And this
2: baby's got it going on from a baby perspective. Yeah, for, as far as babies are concerned, <laughs>
1: yeah. pretty sweet baby. Yeah. <laughs> so Steve's like, we should have that baby. Yeah. And Miranda's like, do you know how much work a baby is? And he's like, well, I'd be home to take care of it, and then I'd go yeah. work to at the To hang bar. out
0: with it, yeah. he says, which I think is indicative of How hard is a thinks.
1: baby?
2: Feed it an M&M,
1: yeah. throw a diaper at exactly. it, you're fine. <laughs> Toss on some cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later. I got to go to work. So he wants to have a baby. They kind of have this like conversation about it that quickly turns into an argument. Yeah.
0: Can I tell you, while you're there... Um, I looked up the IMDb trivia on this episode, which, by the way, like, there isn't much IMDb trivia to be yeah. had for any Sex and City episode, but this one made me laugh a lot, which is, um, so you, the argument you're talking about uh, Miranda is, uh, she's working a lot right now because she's trying to make partner in her firm. So it's late at night. She's she's writing out notes from books into legal pads. And Steve is eating cereal watching Scooby-Doo. Yes. Which is so the most kid-like thing you could do. And uh, the, the one piece of trivia from this episode says, when Steve is watching Scooby-Doo, he tells Miranda it's the episode with the ghost in the salt mine. But really, the episode is jeepers. It's the Creeper, which doesn't contain a ghost at all.
2: Steve, you're incorrigible. Wow. So I feel like Steve. some
0: incredibly detailed, anal-retentive Scooby-Doo fan like just spends their time yeah. trolling the internet, trying to find instances where someone has fucked up royally when it comes yeah. to Scooby-Doo yes. accuracy of episodes. Yeah, that was the scooby And they snapping. corrected
2: us. Well, and
1: also, but to be fair... Why couldn't they just figure out what was happening in that dang episode and yeah. let Steve say that's what it was? Yeah, clearly they
2: got the right for it. Right. So yeah. they know what the episode yes. is about.
1: It
0: makes one but wonder.
1: But the point that is being made about Steve being a kid. Yeah. Yes. And that Miranda is the mom. She's like the angry yes. mom. She's
0: mean mommy. She's mean
1: mom. Yeah. And no one wants to sleep with mean mommy. No, no. one wants to. That's what is said.
0: Yeah. Uh, by the way, someone tweeted today who was it? oh, it was Marcus Parks from the last podcast on the left, which Alec and I love. That uh, if you're watching People versus O.J. Simpson, that no one, no one screams "fuck" quite like John Travolta.
1: Can you do his introduction to Adina Menzel from the Oscars? Please yeah, do. You're welcome. Okay, it. It's is apropos. It literally never gets old, and I'll. I'll never stop laughing. Yeah. No, it's very funny.
2: Here to perform the Oscar-nominated, gorgeously empowering song, Let It Go, from the Oscar-winning animated movie Frozen, please welcome the wickedly talented, one and only Adele Dazine. Honey, I want my epitaph not to say Alec Wells, but Adele
1: Dazeem. Please, You're if you love me.
2: Please, you yeah. do no, that. It,
1: please have it have it writ. Yeah, the wickedly talented, one and only Adele. She's Deseen. wickedly talented. He knows how
0: wickedly talented she is. Um, so. So, um, you're, you're explaining, Joe, how Miranda is, uh, she feels she has to parent Steve.
1: Yeah, she has to parent Steve. He's a kid. He doesn't have to, he, he basically behaves like a child. And she's working all the time and resents him yes. for his childlike behavior. And then Steve gets the brilliant idea. Oh, boy. He mm-hmm. says, meet me at bup, 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 and da-da-da in 30 yeah. minutes. And she goes, I can't have a ton of work to do. He goes, mm-hmm. I think it will help. Ugh. Yeah, red flag. Yes. She flag. shows up to the whatever's gonna help, and it's a pet store. Yep. yep. And they're looking at puppies. Yeah. Well, we've all seen this before. We have the old puppy in lieu of a child. Track. Yeah. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Here's my problem with this, you guys. I have a lot of problems with it. I got pinions, and okay. I'm gonna stress them. I okay. wanna know it. Em. Okay. I don't appreciate. Okay. People, I don't appreciate. I don't appreciate. <laughs> I don't appreciate um, comparing a dog to a child. Oof. Mm-hmm. Um, when when people talk about their dogs like they're their kids, here's the thing, they ain't. No. Except that I, except
0: that our cats are genetically related to us. Yes. In my yes. soul, and my heart. I
1: guess the problem is to be more specific. My problem is with. Um, insinuating in any way that taking care of a dog is like taking care of a a human baby. I agree, I agree. You can leave your dog in a kennel. Yeah. Um, your dog is pretty good without you for a little while. Yep. Um, a newborn child, not so much. No. Um, life changing. And a dog's not going to go on
0: and get addicted to heroin or give you a grandchild when you're 32. Like the dog is gonna, like you know, pretty much be cool. The
2: dog's gonna be fine. The baby's gonna make you think things like, "Whatever happened to predictability?" Yes. The newsman, the paper boy. Oh, the, the evening man. TV. Yeah. Uh. You miss those old familiar friends? <laughs> Waiting just around the bed? Where? Everywhere you look. Uh. Everywhere you look. Yeah. But I totally get what you're saying. It's unfair. Yes. Also, puppies are cute. Yeah. And babies look like Khrushchev, as yes. Steve said. That's
1: right. Well, and that's the thing is they, they get the puppy. Now they're home. They're trying to sleep. Steve's passed out. Mm-hmm. How convenient. This was yep. Alec
0: and I when we first got our cats. Yes. Just kidding. We It was actually adorable because now we have 3 a.m. conversations literally about how cute our cats are because they're sleeping yeah. on us. And we love it. Oh, God. We're insufferable. Yeah. Please continue. And
1: Miranda can't sleep because the dog is whimpering. Oh. Yeah. And she's immediately furious, Yeah. like, what did we do? This is a huge mistake. Because she said this
0: would happen she said when they were talking happen. about a baby.
1: Here I am taking care of the dog. Well, you're not quite. You're just awake. You're
0: just yelling and Miranda, you're just fussing at the dog. Does
2: Miranda sleep on a pillow or a cloud of her own
1: self-righteousness? Definitely you know? option two. Okay, yeah, good. it's the second one. Yeah. Um, and so she... Shove Steve in a borderline abusive way. Yes. To yeah. wake up. He does. Up. Yeah, that's yeah, I, yeah.
0: Okay, I never thought about yeah, yeah. it. Right. It's a
1: little hard. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so Steve wakes up. The dog is there. Steve, By the way,
0: Steve reacts pretty even-handedly. He's he like, hey, things are cool. Like She's, He could have been like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, but he wasn't. And she says, are you happy? And he says, not really. <laughs> yeah, because you just physically harmed me. Yes. Yeah. And then. Pause. Yes. Joe.
2: As an actor, uh-huh. how natural and good is Steve? He's great. When I he says, him. there's, good stuff, yeah. there's, good, stuff there's good stuff here. There's good stuff here. There's good stuff here. There's good stuff here. I mean, he's good, isn't he? He's yeah, very he good. I, I love relate to Steve. I really him.
1: do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, continue. So anyway, they, she is, you know, very upset about the puppy. And this is the catalyst for her saying, this isn't working anymore.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: And he Oof. says, there's good stuff here. Yep. And she says, not enough. Yeah. And then she Ooh. says Herrick. that not only has she been trying to make this work like recently, Oof. but she's yeah. been trying to make it work for a while. It just yeah. gets
0: worse and worse. Yeah. That's Ugh. a
1: terrible thing to say. It is. It is. But it's very she honest. she
0: probably knew it. And yeah. she used, she said, I'm just being honest as a defense, I think. But that, I don't think that makes it better. I no. think that you could have said something more. You could have not said that. Yeah. It hurts. I
1: think so. Too. Uh,
0: and so, Miranda and Steve break up. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Miranda lost her partner, but the next morning she gained 15 more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just wrote in my notes, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of the way life works Isn't sometimes it? where... You know, you you lose this, you lose something so important to you, uh, and it's emotionally devastating, but you might also be celebrating something really incredible, and you can simultaneously be um, grieving the loss of a job, a fellow human, you know, a, a, a relative, and also... Happier than you've ever been because you just fell in love or whatever it is.
2: Yeah, but timing. this is
0: this is life.
2: I want to timing give...
0: that is very much a theme of the episode.
2: Before we go to Carrie's storyline, which I know we're doing now, I just want to point out if you are an avid um, Sex in the City watcher and you go back and watch these episodes a lot, really pay attention when they're doing the walk in talks on the street. To the people in the background because it's really hilarious. I
0: never do and you always do. Because
2: it's like either they didn't get a permit and they're just going out there and just going for it. But whatever the case I may think that's be. that's what it was. There are so many like just actual New Yorkers in the background gawking at Sarah Jessica Parker and whoever her scene partner may be walking down the sidewalk and it's really incredible and it really takes you out of the scene when you start paying attention to it and go carrie starline a
1: lot happens
2: this is called the big shot for a reason it's called the big time for a reason (laughs) don't you forget it it's called the big shot the big time that's right for uh-huh. a re-son and a re-daughter. Yeah. And here's why. Yeah. Because Carrie goes to a party on a boat. And we know about parties on boats. I'm that's on right. a the boat. the implication. Yeah. Is that we're going to get anchored away. And no, she does. that's
0: later. That's oh. seasons ahead. Anchors away. Why am I Phyllis Diller?
2: So Carrie goes onto this boat. And who does she find there? But Mr. Big himself. Oh, boy. Mm.
0: Now, Alec, maybe you can help me figure this out, or maybe not. Uh, when's the last time we saw Big? Was it the end of season two? Like, your girl's she lovely Hubble? She saw Big. Because she saw Natasha no. since then. No. Has she seen Big? Because he's wrong. married. He's married.
2: Married? Married.
0: Jeez. He. So, very briefly, Joe, she. Uh, she ended up breaking things off with the Big because he just couldn't be what she needed him to be. She yeah. couldn't commit. He said he wasn't sure if he ever wanted to get married again because he'd already been married before. And then they broke up. And then, like, very soon after they broke up, he got engaged to a, a 20, 25-year-old. Okay. Named
2: Natasha. Named
0: Natasha, uh, and okay. so that's where but we are. But Carrie
2: did see Big in episodes last when she was at the opera. She I'm an idiot. Yes, her she saw operatic him across goggles, yeah, also known as snorkel goggles. Snurfle And blues. she saw Snor- Mr. Big, and he chased after her, and she ran away like she had to drop a D and could not find a toilet. Yep. And in this episode, she runs into him quite literally.
1: She does. But what I appreciated was, and this is why I feel like I'm looking for the Carrie in my life. Yeah. Is Mm. Carrie, she goes to the buffet table. Yeah. And she's looking to eat some cheese. Yeah, she wants. And mm. that's where you're going to find me, ladies. Yes. So if you're ever looking for Joe at a party, yes. just look for that cheese plate. Look
2: for that gouda. Look for that
1: munster. Look for that look for aged for that. gouda. <laughs> and that's where I will be. Yeah. So she shoves a chunk of cheddar in her mouth. Yeah, yeah. It,
0: makes, it looks good. It looks yeah. very
1: good. Yeah. And she turns around, and there he is. Oh, yeah. And,
0: you know, this is just, I, I can't help but but think, I couldn't help but wonder. Uh, SJP has started to produce episodes, right? Yes. At this point. So, you know, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker has talked before about how she really loves physical comedy. She loves Buster Keaton. She loves classic, like, Pratt Falls. Lucille Ball. All of that stuff. And she's a fan of making Carrie that kind of, she's graceful and she's sexy, but she also will kind of bumble sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this cheese thing is, I know it's, she's just eating cheese, but she isn't, because to me, like, she, SJP expertly eats the cheese, becomes a little fumbled. She's trying to manage the cheese. Yeah. it's a I think big chunk. It's a big it's chunk. It's a cube. Yes. And I think it's, I think the lay person would, would underestimate how difficult it is to do that and make it look, like, real and awkward and still cute, and she's, yes. I just, she's just the fucking yeah. queen.
1: Yeah,
2: But basically what happens here is she reconnects with Big at the boat party there's nowhere to get away you're on a boat you're Mm -hmm. in the middle of the water you're gonna have to interact with one another she finds herself back at the apartment with Aiden she remembers how much she loves him he's being a real QT pie yeah and he leaves to go to the store knock 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 it's Big at the door and Big says I'm so fucked up and he misses her He's just going to come right out and say it on a voicemail.
0: And might I say, just, just briefly going back to the boat for a moment, that if you're really, this time I was, if you're really watching Sarah Jessica Parker in that scene, Carrie is out of her mind, like, flirting with him. 100%. Yeah. She's, biggest smile you've ever seen on a human's face. She's playing with fire, as it were. Yes, yeah, she is. Ooh, you going to, oh, we got a oh, cat kippin. eating some notes. Cool.
1: This is the thought that came to my mind. Yeah. X etiquette. Mm, mm. Go on. What? X etiquette. There's this. There's this thing that exists, yeah. which is the idea of running into an X mm-hmm. when you are currently with someone new. Yes. Yeah. Now, when you run into an X, yeah, and you are not with your partner, your current partner, yes. do you behave? Appropriately, as if your partner were around, Ooh. or do you sort of slip into maybe what once was right for a brief period of time, knowing that you have some kind of line, Knowing visible it's a lines safe on. space. Yes, mm. and that's what I felt from Carrie and Big. Like, I didn't feel like she put a wall up at all, I felt like she was sort of behaving like. I know I have something that you want, mm-hmm. and I can kind of ride that out a little bit, and then say, "Bye, it was good to see you." Right. And I think that is a little tricky. Like I, I just wonder with different people what would be offensive to sure. them if they were on the on yeah. the side. I have side to of say,
0: um, uh, just on the on on that tip, my high school boyfriend, my aforementioned high school boyfriend, texted me shortly before. Before Alec and I got married, because mm-hmm. he knew when we were getting married. Yep. And he said, Hey, I'm just checking in. Is it a pro? Are you okay with me texting you after you guys get married? Like, is that still okay? And we probably text once, honestly, once a month, G chat maybe once a month, maybe that often, talk on the phone maybe once every six months and do a good catch up. Because mm-hmm. he's, as Alec knows, and Alec has met him, he's important to me. We don't talk all the time. But I thought that was a really interesting and nice thing to do. And I was like, oh, my God, of course, it's fine. Like, obviously, it's a big change in my life. But, like, we're still friends. Um, And it's just speaking of ex-etiquette. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think, you know, I think you can interpret Carrie Walk. It's funny. Because when I was watching that, as much as I saw her flirting with Big, I thought her, in my mind, her walking off and going, it was good to see you, and walking away from him on the boat, I was like, oh, okay, good, she's setting a boundary. But based on what you're saying... I kind of side with you now where it's like she's kind of playing a little cat and mouse game. And she's like, "But yeah. bippity okay, bye. You know that I have a boyfriend now. Bye. Well, but she's hoping for what actually ends up happening. Yeah, that's
1: what possibly. I felt. I, that's what I felt. Because also, you know, you could say, oh, well, he asked for it. He said, are you seeing anybody? Mm-hmm. And that's a tricky thing too. Like when your ex is like if you feel – you can ask that question, yeah, then you have to be able to deal with the answer. Yes. And I feel like a lot of times the person that asks the question is someone that actually can't deal with the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you if you're in a good place, you don't ask because it doesn't matter. Yep. Right. But if you say, you seen anyone It's going to hurt you no matter what the response You know what I mean? So if she says, no, I'm not seeing anybody, then that's going to land on you like, whoa, she's waiting for me. She still thinks about me. Mm -hmm. And she says, no, I'm actually seeing someone and he's perfect. He's the perfect guy. And then he says, well, where is the guy? Mm -hmm. Oh, he's not here. I didn't want to subject him to this. So Yeah,
2: and I think what they do well about this scene and about this whole sequence is that It's very much in human nature, especially when you're Carrie, who kind of got dumped by Big, that she wants to kind of shove it in his face a a little bit, just a little bit. She does. You know, and to say something like he's perfect, she knows is going to hit him right there. And, um, you know, maybe she expected a little schadenfreude from what might happen to him after, but I don't know if she fully expected how far that I'm sure would she go didn't. and that the fact that he would end up at her doorstep at episode's end.
3: The
0: um you know one line stuck out to me that I had never really focused on before which is when he shows up at her door he says I can't fucking stop thinking about you. Mm-hmm. And I'd never thought before about the the fact that I presume Big never said anything like that to her yeah. ever while they were together mm-hmm. or leading up to them being together. And she always wanted someone to want her, she wanted him to want her that much. And Aiden says those kinds of things all the time. But to hear it, it's like, I mean, you watch her, Her ma- when when she hits the, the answer machine, which is not when he says that line, but still, the first indication that he's thinking about her in that way, her hand goes to her mouth like it's a horror movie. Like mm-hmm. it's a complete, like you can imagine her body just going numb. And then when he says that, Line. I can't fucking stop thinking about you. I just, I mean, that's so, I think it's important that he curses. I mm-hmm. think it's so important. You know, I was just thinking, he must, he just must never have said anything like well, that. And to it, him. You know,
1: and it's brought up so many times in the episode, the idea of timing and, and that, like, isn't that life mm-hmm. that. That you don't hear what you want to hear when you needed to hear it. Yep. Yeah. You hear it when it's the most inconvenient. Mm-hmm. And and the thing that comes to my mind is I think a lot of times, you know, whether it's a man or a woman, saying something like, I miss you, I can't stop thinking about you when the ship has sailed, mm-hmm. I find to be incredibly selfish. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's coming from a selfish place. It's like I'm thinking about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like all the things that I need to do to make me feel better, Mm -hmm. and now I conveniently am realizing that you were a part of some kind of happiness that I used to have. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times people say it, like in real life, I think a lot of times people say those things and they just shouldn't yeah it, absolutely. It's, it's not helping anybody mm-hmm. you saying years later like you know i still think about you sometimes what is that gonna do to the person right. that is now in a relationship yeah. like it's not helping anybody i think
2: it's just throwing out a fishing line it
1: is 100 mm-hmm. percent. it's you in a lost lonely moment mm-hmm. being selfish and mm-hmm. i think the 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 good person is somebody that has that thought and keeps it to themselves. If they know yes. it's not right. going to lead to anything beneficial for anybody. Yeah. And that's
2: how we end on this episode with a little bit of a question mark. What's going to happen next? Oof. If yeah. you want to know, tune in to the next episode of Carry On, the Sex in the City podcast. Until then,
0: out. you can follow us on, you can go like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at Carry On Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Carry On Podcast. You can fucking write us an email at carryonpodcast@gmail.com. Yeah. Yep. You can follow in the show notes for this uh, episode. I'll put where you can follow Alec and I on Instagram and Twitter if you want to. Um, we've already talked about Joe's stuff. Joe Gillette, two L's, two T's. He's great. Listen to his music. Download his music. Uh, if you want. All of that. Not if you want. Yeah. Even if you don't want, you know download what? it, and then you'll be happy you <laughs> did motherfucker. Download
1: it. And for all you reviewers out there, I'd yeah. like to be added to the list. Yeah. Joe of, of fan, fan favorite. Yeah. He's our favorite.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is like his third or fourth episode. So, like, you yeah. guys, right. sound um, off. By the way, look if you're listening to this and you've just you're you're listening to you're on a drive, you're like, blah, 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 maybe I'll follow them later, but you'll forget about it by the time you get to work. I'm telling you, remember. If you don't know what Joe looks like, okay, he's got this like great voice and this great wit. Uh, you're just listening to this episode, but go look at his face, y'all. It's oh, yeah.
1: real cute. Oh,
2: He'll become yeah. a fan
0: favorite <laughs> right away.
2: <laughs> and you know what? I know there's a lot of you who listen to this while you're driving and you think like, oh, God, I'd like to write a rev- review, but I'm driving right now. I'm going to forget about it That's later. That's me. First things first. There is nothing wrong with texting and driving. Whoa! So if you want to write a review while you're driving, go for it. And with that said, until next time, carry carry on.
3: on!